0: Welcome back to A Lot of Things, the show where I bring you things that I experience and that maybe you want to experience as well. Tons of stuff like movies, books, music, video games, websites sometimes. You know, sometimes people go to websites for things and not an app on your phone. I remember the 90s. Can I go on a tangent at the very beginning of the episode? Yes, I can. Oh, thank you. Well, there's no one else here to tell me no. No. Websites used to be a destination. I feel like so many times they're an afterthought now. For anything, anything you're into, in the 90s, you'd go to a website for it. And here's this guy again. Hey, I got a website for you. It's got a bunch of GIFs on it. And animated uh, doohickeys. It just felt more free and wild and crazy. And I loved it and I miss it and I want the old internet back now, is there websites for anything you could think of under the sun? Yes. Can you get to them? No. Google something. You won't get to Joe Schmoe's, you know, website. You'll get to Amazon.com probably. <laughs> You'll probably just get to Amazon. And then a bunch of other paid ads. Anyways, I want to reminisce on that. I'll save it for another time. I have a lot of things to get through. But the 90s websites used to be Better. Angel Fire? Anybody? Make an Angel Fire page? Alright, so quick housekeeping before I get into some things you should check out. The last episode I mentioned Sev DeLiza, who I love, and for some reason I second-guessed myself and thought it was sev It's Sev DeLiza with a D. I don't know what I was thinking. Look up Sev DeLiza. She's amazing. Uh, a YouTube channel I'm really digging is called Super Patch Wolf. You know, rolls off the tongue. I found them by watching a video called The Fall of Simpsons, figuring out what happened to The Simpsons and how they got to where they are now. I used to love them. I still love them, but not the new episodes. Then he uh, had a video about called The Bizarre World of Simpsons, which is really about all the different off-takes and memes that happen from Simpsons, like Simpsons Wave, which is essentially really weird, somber scenes from Simpsons put in together with trip hop music and really weird visuals. And it becomes this whole other thing. And I listen to it, by the way, all the time. It's usually in your Spotify. It's in your YouTube music. If you just look for like Simpsons lo-fi, Simpsons wave, all that kind of stuff. It's just trippy music with Simpsons kind of in the background as a visualizer. So he talks about all that different stuff in that video, um, you know, different things like steamed hams. And how that took a life of its own, way beyond the actual episode. Um, it was literally like a small section of one episode where they were doing lots of little stories in that, in that show. And it wasn't like a main thing, but it, the internet took it and said, no, we're going to make steamed hams a thing. The other thing that came out of that uh, episode he talked about, Bizarre World of Simpsons on Super Eyepatch Wolf, was Bart Kira, which I didn't know existed... And it's free for everybody right now. It's essentially like a manga based on Akira, but mixed with Simpsons. Bartkira.com It's a, it's available right now. You can go read it for free. And also go to YouTube and look up Simpsons Wave. You'll probably love it. I mean, it's just this weird, you know, taking Simpsons and making something else. So Super Eyepatch Wolf, not only does he have videos on Simpsons, but tons of other stuff where he does like 15 to 20 minute videos uh, looking at something. And he does a great job of it. And I'm addicted to his videos. If he has a Patreon, i want to look him up. Super eyepatch wolf. Um, also, a documentary on HBO that you should check out. But it's a little dark. And it's also funny. It's called Class or Action Park. No, it's called Class Action Park. Yeah. It's based on Action Park in New Jersey. That is definitely closed now. But it was a big thing in the 80s, and this documentary kind of takes you back to the 80s and looks at this crazy water park where everything happened nuts and was ridiculous and definitely has a dark story in it, so be prepared for that. But a lot of comedy as well because it's just crazy this thing existed and really kind of speaks to the 80s. And I can speak to it because I'm old enough and I grew up in the 80s. And as I sip a little sip of my mocha, I'll tell you a story. Yeah, in the 80s, I think they mentioned this in the documentary. And this is no offense to parents. Parents didn't give a shit about you. (laughs) Okay, let me clarify. They obviously loved you. Hopefully. That's a thing. But I mean, when you went out to go play, they're like, cool. See you later, bruh. You know? Come back when you come back. Make sure you come back for dinner. Maybe that was the, the goal post. We're going to have dinner at whatever, 6. Be back for dinner. That's literally what I heard. Be back for dinner. And then we could just go wherever the fuck we wanted, which usually for me included the woods because we were by some woods and I was like, well, there's adventure in the woods. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I would just pick up sticks and hit things with it and then just dig up holes like I was a freaking dog and put toys in holes. Did you ever do that? That was a thing, like to put away toys for later. Like, oh, wonder if (laughs) they'll still be there. That's funny. I definitely put toys in holes. And then, you know, I remember that we would come out of the um, woods, like the other side of them, And there was this little, uh, like, gas station type thing. It was called the Temple Dairy. And I guess because they had milk? I don't know why it was called that. But they had, back then, all these little candies that were like kind of penny candy. You hear stories about penny candy. Well, I think they were like nickel and dime candy. But still, just, you know, tons and tons of rows of this candy. So that was exciting. It was like our little treasure after we went through the woods fighting invisible monsters. Anyways, that's my tangent. I I did that for hours. Showed up on the other side, went into some random, you know, store, probably all dirt, caked on me with a stick. You know, demanding candy. Went back into the woods, dug some more holes, hurt myself. I definitely hurt myself out there. No one gave a shit. I was just out there cuts come back home oh you better get in the shower or the bath by the way baths not a big fan let's move on let's move on class action park is why i brought that up another good movie for right now and i like a lot of these big feature films in quotes going to vod meaning you can watch them at home and rent them especially in this pandemic um tenant is out right now a movie i really want to see I would recommend no one go sees that right now. Like, why is that motherfucker put on VOD? Are you too good? Oh, it's, it's a, a film, Carlos. It's got to be really wide. <laughs> and you have to see it really wide to understand the film. Because if you don't do that, well, then you're not really seeing the film, are you? Really wide or nothing at all. Fuck you. Put it on VOD. It's called a pandemic. Assholes. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get a lot of what's going on. Guess what is on VOD? Bill and Ted face the music. It's got a great message. It makes you feel good. At the end, I got a little teary-eyed. It's got a great Weezer song at the end. It, it did it justice. It It's what you want out of a Bill and Ted movie. It's nothing more. But it's a little something more in the fact that it's a great message for right now. It's great. Bill and Ted face the music. VOD that shit. We all need it. It's about people coming together. Fucking hell. We need to come together. Right now. Right the fuck now. Um, I just thought this is a cool mention that I don't know if you can find it on YouTube. But it was on Twitter. So maybe look for it on Twitter, which is a weird place to search for something. But when the VMAs happened recently, Video Music Awards, which I haven't watched forever, they did a really cool thing where they went back into the vault and they showed old performances from past VMAs. This is cool for two reasons. One, it's because it's nice to go into the past right now and not think about the present, which might be a little rough business. And be like, oh, times were simpler then. No one has a mask on. And it's not just that. It's just really cool performances from the past. And two, there's shit on MTV anyhow. So fuck off with this programming. What's on there? Nothing. Put up old videos and old, like, performances. They have a vault of stuff. VMAs, or MTV, I should say. Get with the program. Show us some old shit right now. And put it on your website, too. MTV.com, start doing some work. You know what I mean? Back to the websites thing. Why would the fuck would I go to MTV.com right now? Why would you? You're shaking your head no, too. You're like, why would I go there? No reason to go to MTV.com. What a huge URL to have, too. And guess who wants to go there? Nobody. We went there because the VMAs run we're like, oh, we can maybe get some clips real quick. We could also get that on YouTube and Twitter. So here's what I'm saying, MTV, who's not listening. Fucking use your website for something good. Put up old videos, put up old performances. That Nirvana performance, I mean, there's so many things. Get with it, MTV. Uh, One more thing to mention. Taste the Nation uh, is fucking great, and it's on Hulu. And I think it's very important right now. People should watch this. It's not just about food. Um, Padma Lakshmi, I think I said her name right, from Top Chef is the host. And she goes through different states and tries out different food, but then actually talks with people who are making the food and about their lives and issues they're dealing with. The first one, which I recommend you all watch right now, is called Burritos at the Border. She goes to El Paso and eats some burritos and other great food and talks to people who make it and talks about the border issues and the wall, in quotes. And it's very important and it's really interesting to get multiple perspectives. It's not just a one-sided thing. She just goes to places and then asks questions, uh, similar to why I like uh, All Gas No Breaks, just asking the questions and talking to the people. There's no slant on it. It's just she wants to eat some great food and talk to the people who are making it. Taste the Nation on Hulu. Um, and by the way, quick tangent again. Hulu Plus and YouTube paid. I don't know what the fuck they call it. I pay for both of those. Very valuable. I would say the most valuable. Netflix is right up there. But YouTube without to have to deal with those ads is great. You'll watch a lot more stuff. You, you're just not seeing ads. And then Hulu, same thing. No ads. And you could skip around, and it's worth it and also, Hulu has a lot of great documentaries, so go check them out for documentaries. You would not even believe it's crazy how many they have. I don't know what deal they did uh, I'll just mention one two more things, which is uh Russell Brand is really good at making YouTube videos about understanding yourself and the world and quantum physics and your mind. He's taking his own spiritual journey and existential journey and he is bringing everybody along for the ride. Go to his YouTube channel. You will find something that interests you. He's talking to so many different people. I'm a little jealous cuz actually I would like to do that as well. Have more interviews and talk with people about, you know, what the fuck is going on in our mind in this universe. Russell Brand's doing a lot of it maybe you don't think of him that way. You think of him as a comedian at some point. He still is a comedian, but Russell Brand YouTube channel, go check it out. It, it'll definitely open your mind a bit. And lastly, I still have tons of stuff on this list, but I'll save it for next episode. And I, hopefully you're writing some of this down. Raised by Wolves by Ridley Scott is out. It's on the HBO. And it's not on HBO Max, by the way. There's no such thing as HBO Max. I mean, there is, but there shouldn't be. It's HBO. So just add more shit to it. On HBO, uh, Raised by Wolves is an intense show. Each episode feels like a movie. It's Ridley Scott. It feels like Alien. It feels like, um, and well, it's about androids and humans and their conflicts. And it's intense as shit. But it's very good, and you do need a palate cleanser after, though. I watched the first episode, and I was like, okay, give me some anything else right now. Simpsons. Give me some Simpsons or Simpsons Wave. Ooh, got to come down from that. Highly recommend. All right, that's going to do it. You know what? There's more stuff, but I'll save it for next episode. Have a good rest of your day or evening or whenever you're listening to this, and I'll catch you. On the flippity flop. Now that's, that's what Jack Black says, and he's mad at me.